This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 146, Spotlight on the Lego Movie. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Everything is awesome. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. This is episode 146, the Spotlight on the Lego Movie. I'm Adam Chavin, your host, and I'm joined by my frequent movie co-host, Tibor Mate. And uh, so yeah, the Lego Movie. So this came out. A little while ago, what, two weeks ago? Uh, last, yeah, two weeks. Two weeks almost. Now, originally we were going to talk about it last week, but now we're finally getting our chance to talk about the Lego movie uh, with a smorgasbord of celebrities and stars in it, uh, notable names, notable voices. Um, what did you think of the Lego movie? I really enjoyed it. I, um, it. It was kind of a simple premise. Like, you don't know what it is when you're going into it, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I liked that about it. It was just simple and it was fun. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, it was just enjoyable. I, like, definitely uh, spoilers ahoy. We're gonna spoil it. Yeah, I mean, it. it's pretty hard not to talk yeah, about it without spoilers. Because, as you said, it's it's very simple in premise. Yeah. Well, actually, I almost thought it was uh, kind of high minded at the beginning, and then the more it became apparent what was going on, the more simple the story actually became. Then I was taken out of it a little bit, to be honest. I don't know. I like for me, it was. It, was it felt a... too hard to, to push the Toy Story vibe. Okay. Yeah. Like, because and that's what it I never was. thought of it that way. But because I, I kind of liked that it was just a story about Lego people and Lego characters. And then when it became more and more apparent that it was telling a different type of story, then uh, I, I I don't know. It kind of lost the magic and wonder for me because it became a little bit too grounded, a little bit too you know as a parable more or less of uh, a way of showing some like a young boy's kind of experience in life. Does that not seem a little bit appropriate or? Or kind of what yeah, I mean, I never, I never thought of it as a Toy Story aspect, but it's good. But there's definitely some. Yeah, no, there's that. definitely similarities. Especially I mean, by similarities the to the Matrix. Yes, That's there good. is. Yeah, yeah like, definitely. All sorts of stuff. But do you want to go through the plot? Is that what we're? Yeah, gonna let's start? go through. Actually, um, yeah, let's go through the plot first. Okay, so it's a, it starts out. Uh, so Emmett is our. Well, I guess technically we start with a prologue, where we have. Right. That's right. Yeah. Where we have uh, the wizard Vitruvius trying to protect the Kragle. The Kragle, yeah. Uh, which is a super weapon from the evil Lord Business. Yeah. And uh, Played by Will Ferrell. Yeah, Lord Business is played by Will Ferrell. And then the Vitruvius himself is played by none other than... Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, yeah. <laughs> Gotta love Morgan Freeman. As the, wise, <laughs> as the wise wizard. Yeah. That's a role he's never played before. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, and I, I did like Will, For- Will Ferrell's Lord Business. He definitely had that over-the-top kind of sensibility to it, without going too over-the-top. In fact, at times, this almost felt like one of his more restrained performances. Because sometimes he goes so out there with... Like, yeah. look at the characters he's played in the past. Oh, he's done a lot of weird stuff. He's done sure. a lot of weird stuff, but he, like, he, over- like, he, he really commits to a role. This almost felt like downplayed in a good way. Yeah, no, I, I thought he did a good job with it. Um, he's the the evil Lord Business. He is able to get the the Kragle and Vitruvius. Basically, speaks a, a prophecy of uh, of the what was it the one builder? The yeah, special. the master builder, the special, the special who will be able to find the piece of resistance capable of stopping the Kragle. Yeah, uh, which is cool. And then we flash forward eight and a half years later, and we see Emmett uh, Burkowski is just an ordinary construction worker and kind of just doing what he does, um, living his yeah. life. He lives a life of rules and uh, rules and regulations, following you know, following instructions for everything and yeah. instructions on how to win friends and influence people, basically. And they have one TV show. Yeah, where's my pants or what was it? I think it was where my where's my pants. Uh, yeah, I, I I really like that exploration. I, in time, at times, I almost wish there's a little bit more of that. 
kind of seeing what a mundane life would be like for these Lego characters. <laughs> for a minifigure? Yeah, for a minifigure. And just kind of, I really, I that that's the kind of stuff I did enjoy a lot. Kind of, uh, and Chris Pratt plays it really, really straight. Like, his character is kind of like, totally out there. Because yeah, he's sort of naive and, let's say. Extremely naive, kind of brainwashed by the system, which is yeah. the whole point. Yeah. And he's never kind of allowed himself to look outside of what he's been told. Most much like most of the rest of the world that he lives in, yeah, and he's a perfect like kind of symbol of that, and that's kind of, I, I kind of like his simple mindedness as he slowly gets exp- uh, exposed to this world where maybe the rules aren't perfect and maybe there's another way around it. Yeah, which is very cool. Um, I and I <laughs> I do like the Everything Is Awesome song. It is it's extremely pretty, pretty, pretty catchy, awesome. so catchy, like yeah. ridiculous. It's interesting. It's by Tegan and Sarah and Lonely Island. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird. Uh, it's a weird song, but it definitely gets stuck in your head. Like, yeah, it, it, it was stuck in my head for like the next two days after I watched it. I couldn't, for sure, can like get the tune out of my head. And it's interesting too because it definitely does play a part in the movie. Like, it's not just a song they threw in there. Like, you know, well, it's sort of a brainwashing song, which is kind of funny. Which is kind of the point, right? right? But, the idea yeah. that there's this catchy song, just like there's this catchy TV show. Like, everything is designed. To kind of lull everyone in Legoland into submission, yeah, uh, and and to just kind of go with whatever ma- Mister Business or Master Business, Lord Business, yeah. he changes the name at one point, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know. It's good, but anyway, it's not a big deal. No, no, it isn't. Uh, and then Emmett fi- finds himself uh, distracted by this woman one night. Yeah, wild style. Why, why was he still there? Was he looking for his instructions, or didn't he lose something? Uh, I can't remember what it, why he stays back. I think he went back to get something, yeah. Yeah. And, and then he ends up uh, seeing her. Sees her and getting totally distracted by her as she kind of... Yeah, as she flips her Lego hair, which is really creepy <laughs> It is weird, creepy, but... yeah. And she's played by Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Uh, who never gets, I think, enough credit or work. Like, I really like Elizabeth Banks, but... Yeah, I like the stuff that she's done. She was great in, uh, what's it, um... What was it the uh, the porn movie? It was a uh, Zach and Mary. Yeah, Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah, she's she in great, uh, Forty Year Old Virgin. She was pretty funny in that. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. She, she was, was in Spider Man One, Two, and Three as uh, Betty Brant. Better believe I noticed that. Really? I yeah. really, wow. She had dark hair. It was very. That's dark. funny. It was like a dark brunette, and it was very short, short, close cropped hair. To be honest, I should probably watch those again, or maybe I should. There's no need know. to watch those. <laughs> That's just forget about the old. Spider-Man. That's like when I say, "Oh, I should go back and read the Stan Lee comics from 1960s." Like it's kind of would like to, but it's also feels kind of weird now. Yeah, no, she's she is getting what she like what I've seen her in. So, so he gets distracted by the hair flip. He finds himself falls down a hole, and he comes yeah. across the piece of resistance. Yeah, unknowingly, very unknowingly, and he sees the uh, the vision. Yeah, it's a uh, so he doesn't know what the hell's going on. And then, Which is yeah. very strange when that does happen. Yeah, it is really creepy. Yeah, it's it's kind of uh, kind of interesting. And then he wakes up and he's in the custody of bad cop. Yeah, that's right. What's it? Uh, doesn't he bad cop? Uh, good cop, bad cop, right? I love good cop, bad cop. Yeah, what's it? Liam Mason. Liam Mason. Yeah, he's, Liam Mason, sorry. he's freaking hilarious. Like that's that feels. I, I do like the kind of um, the thing you can do in, in uh, animated movies of any kind, where you can have people play against type or play two type in a way that you wouldn't be able to necessarily do visually, like if you were actually acting. Yeah. Like, if you, just hearing the voice of Good Cop uh, coming yeah, out of Liam Neeson, yeah. you can just imagine what his face looks like. Because that, that, he yeah. always kind of has the same tone. It's he's true, He's very yeah. serious. And especially when he's, like, now he's done the Taken movies, and, like, he's got this... I was going to say, when is the next one of those? Well, he has a movie that's coming out, like, with him... Which with is the same movie, it's just, yeah. It's it not, just feels like, they, yeah. it feels like Taken 3, but... <laughs> So, like, he's, he, especially he's got this kind of action, 
kind of gruff action it's star thing. It's so weird to me that he's an action star. What did that I, happen? Like, I don't know, man. That's it. Like, and, like, Qui-Gon Jinn. Like, yeah. It's, it's so weird. Anyway. Anyways, and now he's, like, this action guy, and so seeing him as the good cop and the zany voice he puts on... Yeah, it's pretty sp- funny. I mean, the fun part of seeing a movie like this is seeing how they animate the different characters and what they do with the faces yeah. and stuff. And so, like, the, 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 the zany, happy face, like, you've seen a Lego character with that face. Like, some of them have ridiculous faces. Yeah, no, it was cool. Yeah, like, it's, it's pretty funny, too. Like, um, later on in the movie, you have an 80s space guy. Yeah, and it's I just so funny because like he's guy. got the plain face, right? Like, I remember as a kid, like those were the Lego guys, right? Mm-hmm. They all had the same face, and it's oh, funny sure. how much detail they put into them now. Like, it's inc- insane. Like, I was listening to uh, a radio show here in Toronto, and they were talking about how uh, one guy, uh, one one of the radio hosts, was saying that he thinks that the fact that Lego has all these licenses now is in a lot of ways limiting to the brand because back in the day, you didn't have Star Wars sets to build Star Wars, you know, right? Yeah. Ships. He, you bought a spaceship, and then you would make other types of spaceships. Yeah. Or, like, they would have, like, the one where you'd have the instructions on how to build, but then they'd have, like, two or three other modifications on Yeah, the I remember that. They would always have, like... And those you never knew how to build. You'd have to kind of look at it and try to yeah, figure out... Yeah, they wouldn't give you the instructions. No, and that was kind of the fun and excitement of LEGO, is that this is what I can make and what they're saying I can make. But this is what they're saying I can also make with these pieces, but they're not going to show me how. That's up to me as, a, as yeah. an inventive young child to figure out, whereas now... I want to make it look like this Star Wars spaceship. Yeah, it's, no, that's true. You know, it's it's kind of interesting how like it does it take away the creativity and imagination of kids playing Lego now that they have these licenses that have very specific designs. Yeah, you know, like you can't. Could you just take? I mean, I'm sure kids do take the Star Wars stuff and do other things, but it's almost like they're they're being brainwashed not to because it's it's a license. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's a, uh, I'm sure like some of the license stuff removed. is cool. Like. Um, like, like, look at the Ghostbusters, like, uh, set that's coming out. It's oh, pretty yeah. awesome. Like, oh, Echo sure. and all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it, like, it would be cool if they uh, if they go back to some of that older style. Yeah. And doing, like, their own themes and stuff, right? Because, like, I remember when I was a kid. But was, they're never like, going to sell as well. I guess that's what it comes down to. Is that they, yeah, I guess so. If you put Star Wars in something, it's going to sell. More yeah. than Pirates, you know? I'll, like, I'll be honest. I don't really know all the, like, the Lego sets they have now. I know there's a ton of licensed stuff, but, like, I don't know what the... Pretty sure there's Lord of the Rings stuff, like... Oh, yeah, no, licenses I, I'm aware of, but, like, if they have their own sort of oh, sets... Oh, yeah, like, I, I have to admit, it's been a long time for me, yeah, I mean... I, don't, I haven't been to the Lego aisle in a while. Yeah, it's been a while, well, now that I have a son, I can't wait for a few years, and then he'll be buying Lego, and... What is uh, it, six to whatever? Whatever, you can... Well, yeah, I, well, my nephew's four, and he plays Lego all the time. It's also in the in the movie, remember, where he's like, it's, yeah. they have to put that on the box. That's right, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Uh, so go- going on from where we were, um, so he uh, he gets he's with backup, yeah, and then he, I guess he gets he gets rescued from there by Wildstyle, right? But at the same time, he sort of uh, starts to figure out what's going on to him, right? Like why, why yeah. like because he doesn't understand what's going on. Uh, good cop, bad cop explains a few things, right? About yeah, the, he does. Uh, You're right. It's a, so because it, it's also at at this point as the audience, we don't really know what's yeah. going on yet. Now, when Wildstyle does show up and rescues him. I don't know why, but it really reminded me a lot of, uh, of Tron. When, same kind of thing, you have, like... Uh, yeah, that's Sam true. Sam gets kind of, you know, in over his head, and he's kind of being, you know, he's he's in the clutches of the bad guys, and then he gets rescued by this mysterious girl in black. Yeah. Who takes she off does and, kind of have a uh, and, and Tron she, look to her, I guess. And they take off in, like, some sort of... Like, she builds, like, a... Like a rocket-powered Yeah, ship. like a motorcycle. Again, like, yeah. very similar to Tron. So I got a big Tron feel from that. 
Yeah, that was kind of cool. The escape and like, I, I like the um, I like that she's like a master builder. I like the effects uh, on that when they and look then at you something. start seeing the catalog numbers for the Lego pieces, yeah. which I thought was kind of cool. It was, I, that sort of made me think of Matrix. Yeah. Oh, for like, sure. So that, that, that's what that. Uh, and again, the design of the character kind of it looks very like you know uh, Trinity-ish in some way, like. Yeah, well, I would say, when you mentioned Tron, I didn't think of it at the time, but yeah, she sort of had that look. But yeah, it was like a black, like, uh, hoodie, right, that she's wearing? Mm-hmm. Not that you can really tell all that, except no. for the hood that she yeah, pulls on Yeah, the hood that off. she actually puts it on It wasn't for that, right? She's no. just a square box, pretty much. And then from there, they get, uh, I guess they take Emmett to Vitruvius, who's some yeah. of the master builders. Right, which was a cool scene. It's good. Uh, well, they, they take him to the, uh, what's that, that cloud, right? The, yeah. Which is where the master builders are, and then, uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. You had all the, uh, you know, all the minifigs make yeah. a cameo. You had Superman and... Uh, yeah, so Superman by, uh, what's his name, uh, Channing Tatum? Yeah. As the voice of Superman. Green Lantern, Michelangelo, Michelangelo. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, for sure. Has uh, Batman uh, reached them at this point? I think ba- Batman is there at that point, I think. Or did, right around there. Did we skip over Batman showing up? We might have skipped over when Batman shows up. Because doesn't Batman save them at some point? Well, I th- actually, I think we've gone really far ahead. What's it? I mean, oh, you're I, right, because I think they go to Vitruvius. They go to the West first, don't they? Don't they go to the Wild West to meet... Uh, yeah, they do. Yes, they, that's meet, where they uh, go to, be, to meet Vitruvius. And yeah. then Batcap is on their tail. Yeah, and, and he's, then, he's chasing after them. But they right. end up in the Wild West world. Yeah. Which was also pretty cool to see, right? Like the, oh, for uh, sure. Because I remember, like, in the horses and everything. The like, horses were funny, yeah. You know, because, like, one of my favorite Lego sets growing up was, like, you know, that kind of cowboy style. I remember one that was, like, kind of Robin Hood themed, but not, like. Yeah, I remember the Robin Hood. Uh, I think I had Robin Hood, actually. Yeah. I had one of those sets. He had, like, yeah. they all kind of looked the same, but he had, like, a different pouch on them or something. Yeah, I remember the little pointy uh, hats. Pointy hats, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then that I had... remember. With the feather. They had the yes. feather. Yeah, definitely. That was pretty cool. This is a shared shared childhood right there. Lego yeah. was a huge thing. Lego was awesome. Um, yeah, and then I guess so they're they're being pursued by bad cop. But at this point, have they had good cop erased from him? Uh, I it's guess hard to remember. Yeah, it's been a like it's been over it's been a, a week. week for us, right? Yeah. So it's been a little while since we watched. But yeah, the I think what's it? I, I think um, I think he blames him. Uh, what is it? Uh, Will Ferrell's character blames him for uh, for letting. him Letting him get away, yeah, and then he erases the bad cop or a good cop, a good cop, yeah, with the uh, what's it, the nail polish, because he has that room full of human artifacts, which is kind of weird because it's like, what the hell, like, why is yeah, and then again, that's the type of thing that kind of made me think, like, I'm, I'm it's kind of cool that they're there, but what is this? Where is this going? With yeah, this? no, because you really don't know what. Like that was one of the cool things about this movie. I thought was that you know from the trailers you don't really get a sense of what it's all about oh like, no not at all I, you just I, get the premise but like I definitely give them credit for that you have no idea again that's kind of why going in I thought was, this was a Lego movie everything's in Legoland there is no kind of breaking that fourth wall for yeah. those characters which ended up not quite being the case and I think maybe I give them credit for keeping that a surprise and yeah. kind of and you're kind of picking it up as this as the thing goes along and there is kind of like uh huh kind of moment going on as you get closer to the end but that could be kind of the make or break on whether or not you liked it. Yeah, I guess so. It's it. Anyway, from there, I guess um, does Batman show up when they're leaving the Westworld, the Wild yeah, Westworld? Yeah, because he takes them to the meeting of their. Of, That's right, because the they break through the sunset, right? And the Batman yeah. logo. Goes and the, the Wild Style's boyfriend is Batman. Yeah, which yeah, which is kind of. I mean, funny. Batman is hilarious. Like Will Arnett does an amazing yeah, job. It was pretty funny. I yeah. would not have even thought that was Will Arnett, to be honest. 
Uh, yeah, no, it's true. He did like what's it? He nails that voice, and yeah, it's pretty funny. Like especially after you know having like Batman, we're having another Batman coming. Like it's kind of funny that there's still another Batman. Mm-hmm. Still the, another Lego, version the Lego version, right? yeah. But I mean, they play him for jokes, which is nice. Oh, absolutely, yeah, it was great. Like, he has some of the best gags in the film are Batman's. Yeah, that that is one thing that it's a. Uh, they showed a few too many Batman gags in the trailer. I think. That's true. I think most of the best ones, like yeah. have, having the Batmobile blown up. Yeah, yeah, the um, Batmobile and the when he's throwing jet. the batarangs, he's like first try. Yeah, yeah. There was a few too many gags that they gave away, but it's a overall. Yeah, he had some good bits in there for sure. Uh, and then they so they end up eventually meeting with the Master Builders. Yeah, uh, and the Master Builders don't want to fight Lord Business. Uh, yeah, because they're all happy in their little world of, uh, mm-hmm. of, of fun. And then, with no uh, rules, right? Because that's when the unicorn shows up, right? Exactly. Which is Allison Brie, right? She's freaking hilarious. Yeah, I had no idea it was her at first. And oh, then when I found out, I was just like, it totally, spoke, totally like, makes sense. She's such an interesting actress with the role it, she's playing. Yeah, it's weird. She's like all over the spectrum, right? With Mad Men and then... Oh, yeah, because Mad Men, she's like dour and like anything but... Oh, she can be such a bitch in Mad Men. Like, justifiably, though. Oh, yeah. To some degree, but still, yeah. And then you watch a show like Community and she's like the happy, fun, excitable one. Yeah. Which is kind of like her character here. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's why I was kind of like, there she is. Yeah, that's my girl. Funny. Uh, the uh, old master builders are... They end up being... Um, what is it, uh, captured by Bad Cop? Well, yeah, Bad Cop comes in with all his guys and they start blowing up the place, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the and pirate, right? And a few others get out of there. Yeah, and the pirate. Oh, yeah, the pirate. What's his name? Uh, what's what's his, his name? I can't remember the character's name right now, but... No. He, they, he talks about them trying to have already, like, they tried to already infiltrate yeah. Lord Business's, uh, co- like, complex, which is, like, a giant skyscraper. Yeah. And they all got screwed, and he he made it out with, like, only his head. Yeah. So they have to rebuild his entire body, <laughs> right? So Just he, funny. Which, um, actually, I think it's around this time where we have uh, Shaquille O'Neal show up. Right, along with the, the other NBA Shaquille players. Shaquille O'Neal made me laugh, because, actually, Kelly, uh, my wife Kelly was there, and she actually, like, laughed a lot, and had to, like, grab her laughter... Like, she was, like, covering her mouth because she laughed so hard. And was like, are, are you ready for this? And he's like, I guess, she's uh, ready for, I guess he was ready for that. That's kind of funny. I didn't even think of that, actually, when I, when I watched it. It, it slipped, slipped over that, that made me laugh so hard. Um, again, around this time is where we got the 80s uh, space astronaut guy. Probably my favorite character of the film. Yeah, he was cool. It, was good. it brought me back. Spaceship? Spaceship? Yeah. yeah. All he ever wants to build is a spaceship. Plus, I like again. I like he's he's the retro character that I grew up with. Yeah, no, it's, I grew up yeah. with that guy. And I like the way they animate his mouth. Yeah, it was cool, and I liked how his like helmet was broken. Like yeah. he was an old piece. He was like, sort of tattered. He was by played by uh, Charlie Day, who did a great job on the on the voice. Yeah, uh, all all the voice acting was excellent. I actually, thought. yeah, Metal Beard. Yeah, yeah, Metal Beard was the pirate. Yeah, yeah he's the, he was the pirate, and uh, he's played by Nick Offerman. He's from uh, Pirates, uh, from the Pirates Parks Recreation. Oh, okay. He's got with like the mustache. Uh, it's been a while. I've never seen him. I've only seen a couple episodes. Anyways, uh, so a few of them are able to escape when all the other master builders are. are yeah, they escape on the on, on his boat, don't they? Or, they do. And then like they end up sinking the boat. Or don't they end up building something that goes down, and then they get saved by Metal Beard later? Oh, that's right. Metal Beard comes and saves them. That's right. They get thrown in the water. There's actually a lot of plot going on here. There is a lot. Of, there's quite a bit. Because we were talking before the podcast. We're like, well, you know, there's not a lot that happens. It's the premise simple is simple, movie. but yeah, like they do go through a lot of th- a lot of things. I right? mean, yeah, and again, I hadn't thought of it until you brought it up, but there is obviously a lot of Matrix undertones here with like the idea that he's the one. Yeah, he's the one. Like, there, I mean, 
though that that comes up in the movies all the time. Though. It does the one, right? I mean, oh for sure, like Luke Skywalker. Yeah, like, I mean, there's the always the one, do. right? But no, for sure. but it does have a more of a matrixy feel, sort of. I because think because the idea of being able to build things, especially the, as you said, the like way they, they can see the world in a different way exactly. than everybody else, right? Because they can see the code, much, right? Yeah, that's very much matrixy. It was, so. it was cool, yeah. Or even Tron, I guess, was a good. Yeah, like I, I didn't think of it at the time, but it sort of applies. It's interesting how many inspirations you you see in other things. Yeah, absolutely. That do come off in this movie. I do have to give them credit for even coming up with the movie at all because I mean if you think about like we wanted to make a movie about Lego okay what do you do with that like oh absolutely yeah no like when I when I first saw the thing I thought it was just cool because it could be anything right like, and it was fun just like Lego and that's what yeah exactly Lego yeah. can be anything you want it to be and then uh, it was and it's kind of original in a way too I mean yeah of course like movies always influence movies like I mean and Qu- Quentin Tarantino a, is always Hasbro needs like, a win too yeah it's true Hasbro hasn't had much luck I mean luck. Transformers as you know it does it makes money but no one really seems to like them I think everybody was okay with the first one, and then it all fucking went down. I agree with that. that. Uh, they had Battleship. Yeah, Battleship. I never saw. Should and never should have been made. Don't care to make. Or well, because it just felt like it. it felt like why are there aliens in Battleship? Battleship should just be. Wait till Michael Bay shits on Ninja yeah, Turtles. Oh, don't get me there. Fucks up those guys. Just too. don't don't remind me. Well, I, I I have a little bit of faith. I don't know why. I think maybe. Yeah, I have no maybe faith. no time. faith at all. Not Anyways, in, in, not in Michael. But Bay. But with like Battleship, I mean, that should have been like a taut, like kind of almost Cold War era, like. Yeah, well, again, yeah, they could have done something much... Not like, aliens. What yeah. What the aliens doing there? I don't know. It was, so Hasbro kind of needed something that was going to do well, and now they got this. Yeah, and it was a cool idea. Like, And in one way, it's really original, right? Because you've never seen something like that before. I mean, yeah, they have the games and, and stuff, but... Which like, is doing well. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's the Lego franchise. The Lego uh, games are huge, but... But again, those are... I mean, there's been a few that have just been Lego. I think there's, like, Lego Undercover for Wii U or something. But most of them are big licenses. That's you know? right, yeah. Lego were... Batman, Lego Indiana Jones, yeah. Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Star Harry Wars. Potter, Star Wars, yeah. I think Lego Star Wars was the first Lego one they did. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how they've been able to kind of sell that. But at least... It's still getting people to understand the brand. Even if they're necessarily... Like, I think maybe less kids might be playing with Lego these days. Maybe. Who knows? There's so much product. Who knows? Yeah. But at least if you once you graduate from playing with actual Lego, you graduate to the video games with Lego. So yeah. it's a way of kind of keeping it out there. And again, like I'm used to seeing a, a Lego version of Batman because I play the Lego Batman game. And there's cutscenes where you basically see that version of the character. So it's yeah. kind of cool... Again, it's a tie-in. Those are the big franchise, so that's why you have a lot of Batman in this movie, and that's why you have it in the trailer because it helps easily buy things. Like, there's no other real licensed characters that are play that big a role. Yeah, no, it's true, and I, I'm glad that they did. They did that too. Like, they like, came up. They came that, up with original characters, right? Like, yeah, like Vitruvius. Like, I thought, it, like, it just looks like Gandalf in the in the trailers. Like, he, yeah, it kind of does. And I Gandalf guess, yeah. shows up, doesn't he? Like, he's there. Uh, yeah, that's right. He's one of he's weird. one of the master builders. Yeah, that along weird? with Dumbledore. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird that they're both there, and that, like one of those could have been the wizard who's the main wizard. Like, yeah. I, in some ways, I'm surprised they didn't go that route. It's kind of cool that they didn't. No, I'm happy that like you know like the Batman character worked, and like uh, you know they it didn't overdo it. Which it's was interesting good. how they do play him for jokes, and that, and that's okay. Like no one's upset about the way Batman's portrayed. No, which is a fine line because Batman's a tough character. Like when you do camp with Batman. It could go really wrong. It yeah, but I mean, it's, it works for this movie. It's oh, like, it completely works because the whole movie's a joke. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's interesting. Not in a bad right? way, but like it is. It's all about jokes. It's all about p- poking fun at the fact that yes, this is a Lego movie. We yeah. get it. Yeah, that no, was cool. So at this point, they're in the water, right? They're in the water. They're rescued by uh, what we call Metalbeard. Metalbeard. Yeah, I do like that name. 
Is this the point where uh, he builds the uh, the double couch? I think so. It's a, he actually builds it, like, because before we saw him in think the, about it, right? the submarine where he builds it, actually, I think. Oh, right, the submarine, yeah, that's right. I love the double couch. Yeah, the, the double couch, the double-decker couch. <laughs> you know, I loved it, and then they're like, what about the guy in the middle? I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that was kind of funny, yeah. And what about the people, like, dangling their feet? And I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> but I liked it when I saw it. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, that, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> it was kind of funny, but... That they end up floating on that, right? Or, yeah, I think that's how they get out of there, isn't it? But oh, that's right, because the submarine did they build? Did they build the submarine at this point? Well, the submarine's how they escape because didn't it convert? Man, we should have recorded this right after we watched. The yeah, movie. it's been a while. It's good. Um, I, I all I remember, like I remember, they they all build parts of the submarine like yes. to their liking, right? For sure. And then they get. It's a, I think Metal Beard comes after the submarine is sunk. Okay. Right? Because they end up uh, blowing up the submarine somehow. It Doesn't springs he kill a leak. Vitruvius as well? Uh, yes, he does die at some point. It's a, I just can't remember where now. Okay. But it's a, uh, they escape the submarine in the double couch. Yes. It's a, and, then and then the they, Metal think, Beard picks them up. And then they devise a plan or some sort, don't they? Because they end up getting captured, which is when like Lord Business gets the piece of resistance. Yes. Well, they come up with a plan to break into his, his lair. Right, and that's when, because uh, I guess before they when they build the submarine, they all build it to like their their liking. Yeah. Right. So like, there's pieces like Batman's part of the submarine, and that's it. <laughs> and then Emmett is the one that suggests like, why don't we build one something by the rules, right? Yeah. And then what's that? Maybe we can get by because no one will notice us, right? With oh, the other way, right, they, yeah. they built the submarine, everybody would notice. So what's that? Uh, that Emmett starts laying out the plan. Oh yeah. That's like that's where we have, that's where is we that the, the point where they need the hyperdrive for the for the ship that he's building, which I thought was a, again. I like, think so. Yeah. It's a, being that they have all the licenses, like I expected Star Wars to be in there, and it was a great little cameo. Oh yeah, like it was cool. You know, the Millennium Billy Falcon R- rolls in. Yeah, and then it was actually Billy D. Williams, which is even funnier. And uh, what's his name? Uh, C three PO. Anthony Daniels. Yeah, Anthony Daniels. Which unfortunately, was cool. uh, the it wasn't Han though. Han was by Keith Ferguson, who apparently has done the character in Robot Chicken. Yeah, okay. So at least he's portrayed the role in some way before. Yeah, it's just kind of funny. That was pretty cool. And it, that's when Batman, they think, is going to betray them, right? Yeah, that was awesome. Though. Yeah, and he steals so the hyperdrive. And he comes back with it. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, that, didn't we see uh, like a shot of the Millennium Falcon trying to escape Empire Strikes Back? Was that? Yeah, that's right. Cause what, it's a, cause what happens it, when they don't have the hyperdrive? They didn't have the hyperdrive, so he gets eaten by the, uh, the, the, what's that, the, uh, the worm. On the asteroid, which was pretty funny, freaking hilarious. But they were going to a party, right? It was like all the all the guys, right? Yeah, and it was pretty funny. So like, Batman's like, "Oh, sweet, yeah, let's do this, man." It was pretty oh, cool. Man. So Batman's a jerk. Well, they all thought he was a jerk, but then he stole the hyperdrive yeah. for them. So that was pretty cool. And then they end up finishing that the, that vehicle to infiltrate. Uh, yeah, and I guess that's when we get the Batman moment where he's throwing all the. The batarangs, right? Yeah, He's where they're rolling the... into uh, the security, right? Yeah, and he uh, wastes the robot. Yeah, that's the other thing is the uh, the, the robot police, right? Which are kind of oh, funny because yeah, they yeah. Uh, it. which again, um, good cop bad cop sort of has that vibe of um, what's his name, uh, uh, Mr. Smith or what's, what the hell's his name? Oh, from the Matrix. Think of his name, yeah. It's a. Uh, Right. Yeah. Uh, although, to be honest, with I the robots and everything, like dressing way, up as people, the way that they made the bad cop look like. I, cu- I kept thinking that it was, that it looks so much like uh, Robert Patrick <laughs> Terminator because he had the, the glasses, big glasses, right? So yeah, but that, that's any cop, though. I know, but but so, something in the way Liam Neeson's voice was, though, 
for some reason made me think of Robert Patrick, even though it doesn't sound at all like Robert Patrick at all. Yeah, no, it's good. It's just the vibe I got. I, yeah. I like it reminded me of the Matrix again when like the robot minions being yeah, yeah, you know yeah. the agents right like and they they all undercover and different you know what I mean because like they could be anybody right yeah yeah it's very cool yeah and then they break in through, uh, to the the place right I think that's when Vitruvius dies that's right he he's still with them until they they break in and then it's actually what's his name that wastes him right uh, uh, business Mr. yeah big business oh, yeah. yeah and then uh, and I guess that's when they get the the piece of resistance right. They, they, they take it off of Emmett and then they throw it outside the, out of the universe throw it off the edge of the universe well you forget you're forgetting I think what's it uh, they end up getting captured right like, they get captured it? that's when Retrieve plus, dies plus there's that the there's that little real. bit there where um, they, they dress up Emmett and uh, Wildstyle they dress up as like robots to try to get past oh, them yeah. right and then they start singing the song to, 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 to disguise right. themselves right that's funny and uh, they get by yeah and then so they all get caught right mm-hmm. and they get Imprisoned in that thing where they get shocked. Yeah, that's it. And then that's an interesting sequence. And then yeah, then I guess Emmett finds out the prophecy wasn't real, but Vitruvius kind of says yeah, he that, made it up, right? Yeah, he made it up, but he can he could still do it. And so uh, I guess Emmett's tied to the self-destruct mechanism, the battery, and then he sacrifices himself. Right. Yeah. By going, he jumps out the uh, jumps out, out, of, out of the universe, and that's where it kind of lost me a little. Yeah, I would say that. I mean, it was, like, I didn't expect it myself. Like, I expected it to be, like, self-contained yeah. within the Lego world. But then, what's it? Uh, I don't know. I, for me, personally, that's, like, when you figure out the premise, that it turns out it's a, just a kid and his imagination. Yeah. And, and to then, me, that makes sense, because, like, you know, as I'm watching it, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of weird like that. I guess I like to know what the rules of the universe yeah, are that yeah. we're playing in. And they weren't consistent. No. Right? Like, what's it? Um, Metal Beard gets away with his head, yes. but Vitruvius dies. Yeah, right. So like, I, I was sort of wondering what was going on, but it totally makes sense when it's a kid mm-hmm. that's just coming up with stuff as he's playing, right? Yeah, like he's and, just having a good time. And I like that. Like, I think if we had seen after the whole thing happened that it was a kid, I think I would have been less bothered by it. But just well, and then the big weapon is the Craggle, which, which turns out to be Crazy Glue, glue and like, it was, which is worn off the the, the packaging, yeah, yeah. right? And like, and like the dad basically. Like well, the dad's building this massive model, which we now see when Emmett jumps yeah. out of the universe. That like it's a huge model, which as a kid would be fucking awesome to have. Like if I yeah. have that, like there's like probably thousands and thousands oh, of yeah. dollars worth of That'd Lego. Be crazy, but yeah, the idea that this and I, I get it. You know, it's he's yeah. building the perfect world because he's he not is, a kid anymore. Well, he's, and then we find out that Will Ferrell's his dad. Yeah, right. So and Will so, Ferrell is that's why he's the voice of Lord Business. Lord, yeah, and it's basically the. Like, the kid's dad this guy wants just order and and doesn't want just wants you to go by the rules and yeah. doesn't like well he's building it like for accuracy and you know he's yeah. and I, I've heard of people that do that where they crazy glue like the that's stuff that's crazy to me yeah it is kind of weird but and I thought that was kind of cool that they use that as like a thing to say basically like you're just you're defeating the point of Lego right now what's interesting about that uh, when I watched this with my wife and she was telling me afterwards that she was interested in what her nephew would think of the movie because right. He only follows the rules. Okay. He only follows the instructions, and he's like, "You can't do that. It has to go this way." Like, right. And he's following the actual rules of how you're supposed to be building things. So she's like, "But it's supposed to be a, a, about doing what you want with the pieces, not just following the rules." And it's just interesting that the movie has the kid wanting to just have fun and do random things with things. Right, and it's that, the adult that's like, because you're a kid, and, and yeah, and it's just interesting that her nephew is like the opposite of that, and is just so no straight ahead. I'm doing it this way. And, like, that's kind of what made me think about how is there a little bit less creativity in some ways that's being 
um, kind of uh, encouraged in Lego these days because we have more licenses because there's set ways to do things right and is this movie more kind of trying to remind people no Lego's supposed to be about expanding your horizons and having fun and being a kid I think that's part of the message absolutely is it's, that just, it's just interesting that that my nephew is the opposite it's just it's weird well, to me I think like if I like remembering back like to kindergarten like yeah I remember we had Legos mm-hmm. but there was no set right it was no. just like pieces yeah and I think that still probably happens today like in, yeah. in, in kindergartens and stuff right probably. like and I'm sure you can probably buy just random pieces right like you a whole box of God, I should hope so. yeah because I mean that is kind of cool and it is sort of the point of Legos or Duplo yeah well whatever <laughs> we'll get there yeah That's it. but I think yeah I think it sort of is a reminder that like you know as we've grown up like you know, you forget to have fun and, and mm-hmm. play. And I sort of like that message of the movie. It was, I thought that was kind of cool. It was, And that the whole thing is just this kid's imagination that he's having a good time. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, that way it does account for all the inconsistencies because it's whatever he wants, right? Yeah. Like, it's his world. He does whatever he wants in it, right? For Which sure, is kind of yeah. cool. Uh, and I like that about it. I also don't know how I felt about, like, having the dad having to be the villain, per se. Well, in this case, he was, like, trying to, you know, he was trying to crazy glue the whole world into place, right? Yeah. And so, the, for the kid, he sees it, like, you know. I know. It's kind of it's weird, because, from, like, from the from the father's perspective, I'm like, that's his stuff. He's got thousands of dollars of collectible there. Yeah. It, really, I mean, if he wants to build... But there are people that city. do that, right? They'll build the sets, and they'll glue them together so yeah. that they don't come apart. But, again, I think that was kind of a cool message in the way that, like, that's not what Lego's supposed to be, no. right? Like... The whole point is to have fun with it. True. And, and if you want to model, there are model kits. Yeah, I mean, they do have, don't get me wrong, they have those really intricate, like, sets that are made for adults. Like, Oh, for sure. You know, and it is cool, but at the same time, like, you gotta remember there is the fun aspect of Lego, too. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, you know, don't get stuck on just, like, always focusing on the rules. No, that's thing, true. Which is kind of a cool message. No, that's interesting. Uh, I just, as I said, the fact that we have Emmett kind of interacting with that world but well, yeah, he couldn't really move fully, but, like, he, he started to... And, like, because like, where's the line there, too? Like, when he's in the playset, he doesn't see God, let's say. Yeah, he doesn't see outside. But when yeah. he falls off the table, he sees God. It's just kind of, what's the, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I mean... It, I get the inconsistencies of the world because it's being dictated by a kid. But once you break that wall, how do you explain that wall being put back in place? Like, well, yeah, it's sort of, I guess, that brings the Toy Story aspect into it, I guess, a little bit. A little. But, and, and again, that just, it, it bugged me probably more than it should have. It just... Yeah, I, I sort of overlooked it. I didn't even really think about that. To be it was honest. just kind of like, well, now he's interacting with this world, but then once you put him back on, on the thing, he forgets kind of what he saw. Or doesn't under like, well, no, but the, when he comes back is when he starts being able to see true. the pieces again. Now he right? can like, see the pieces. He, but really, what's the explanation for that? Just because he's because he's been beyond man, he can see the matrix. But again, they unplugged like, him. He's so. being like everything about that character again is the child. So the child is living through the character. Yeah. But again, that bugged me more afterwards because up until then, Emmett is Emmett. But then it's not really Emmett. It's this kid, and this kid is everyone. Yeah, Except for Lord Business, who is a personification of his father. But he it's its his father through his eyes. Like. Yeah, and I get that. It's just, it, 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 it was less about who these characters really were now. I think you're overthinking it. I know. I'm, overthink, I'm overthinking Lego? I, I think so, man. You're, you're, you're trying to take it to another but level. But I think they were overthinking it a little by wanting to, to, to be telling... Like, I think they could have... I got the message without having to be bludgeoned over the head with it by the end. 
I don't think it was that. I don't think it was like I mean I think it was a little It's a pretty small part of the movie. It is, but it's excessive enough. I think it just I got the point already. The idea of the master builders of not just following the rules of being able to kind of have fun with things. Like I kinda got that without having to have it very kind of bluntly shown to me by seeing the kid and his dad and seeing that his dad's gluing things together and he's the villain because he won't let, you know, imagination reign. Like I get it. I just, right, but maybe you're you're seeing it from an adult's perspective because like what about a kid? Right. Yeah. For a kid, I think it would be a bit more like oh okay, like it would be more of a mind blow, like you know what I mean? Maybe you're right. It is a kid's movie, right? Exactly. But at the same it's time, a... it's not a kid's movie. Oh come on, dude! It's a like I don't know. You're overthinking it. I, oh, okay. I enjoyed it. Like I didn't have a problem with Toy Story because I just felt the rules were very consistent in Toy Story. Well, see again, that's what I was saying. I was like, yeah. To me, when I saw the kid, it all made sense. That but then, you, so the then rules... you're allowed, the inconsistencies don't bother you anymore because you have the kid. Yeah, because it's it's his world. See, for me, once I saw the kid, the inconsistencies bothered bother me more. <laughs> See, oh, I don't know. It's because then it opens up whole new box of well, of you're right. The, to me. the fact that he like Emmett can interact with the real world because I was fine with in, it. I, like I didn't even think of it though when I was if, watching it. If Emmett wasn't moving, yeah, and, and like I'd be like, all right, whatever. Like now we get it. Now we get, but the minute Emmett does anything, I'm kind of like, well, how can Emmett do anything? He's interacting with the real world. If his entire personality is given to him while he's operating on the playset from the from the kid, then how is he able to do anything on his own, independent of that child? Yeah, no, I I hear. Again, I'm overthinking it to the nth degree, but it's in there. He's just a battery. (laughs) Don't 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 overthink of it. All right, all right. Uh, And then, but I I get what you're saying. What's that? I I to be honest though, I didn't really like. It didn't occur to me at the time. No. Like, I was just sort of, you know, I, I don't know. I just had fun with it. Like, I went in with it, like, no expectations. Like, I had no idea what it was going to be about. See, maybe that's the difference, and I'm, I'm jealous of you, because I remember, I didn't read any reviews, but I knew that they had gotten almost universally favorable reviews. Right. So I was so excited to see this movie, and then I just felt disappointed. It wasn't, I don't know what it was, it just, I came out and I was like, I didn't think that was awesome. I don't know, like... And after a while, like, it's... It, it, you're watching animated Lego pieces. Like, there's only so well animated that could be. And the voices are great, but... I don't know, it just... It, well, I mean, it it's only an hour and 40 minutes. Like, like if it was two so, and a half hours, it, it would have felt overdone, for if, sure. Even if it... Like, but, it, I don't think the, the length of it bothered me. I just... I kind of came out of it and was thinking... It was enjoyable, but I expected more. And maybe that's just... My expectations are maybe too high and yours are too low. So you, were, so you were blown away, and I was let down. Well, I wasn't blown away, but well, at the same time, like I, I like I like the message. Like I thought okay. it was a good message. It is an important message. I agree with that. And I think, it, like again, it is more of a kids' movie, to be honest. Yeah. Like I, I didn't come out of it. But feeling... there's definitely a lot of adult kind of things for adults. But that's so that like the eighty adult... spaceship guy. Yeah. Oh, shacks sure. in there. Well, and to be fair, actually, it's kind of funny because I watched the movie at uh, Carlton in Toronto. Okay. Which is like a smaller, like uh, more like uh, what's it? It's uh, Ma- what is it? Uh, Rainbow Cinemas, not Rainbow Cinemas, the Magic Lantern. Magic Lantern. So, okay. so same sort of thing, but it's a it's a smaller like theater. It's a yeah. Um, and it was actually like probably more adults in the theater than there was really? kids, which is kind of funny, but not surprising. Not surprising. I guess they marketed it well to be you know kind of to appeal to, to us as well. Well, plus Lego's been around for how long? Well, yeah, it, it's been around for years. That's it. Like Lego's not new, so being able to tap into lego is a smart idea decades not quite a century but it's been decades is it how long has it actually been around lego's been around a long time apparently like it started out like as wooden blocks originally 
Oh, really? And then, like, converted into, like, the blocks that we know today. I don't know when they were built, but, like, uh, apparently sets from the time that the, that, uh, like, you can still interact with sets from yeah. the, from that time. It's very When, cool. like, that patented block became Let's see, the, the company, a reality. The Lego group was founded in 1932. Yeah. So, That's what's cool. it? I don't know when the, the plastic blocks became a thing yeah. but you can still use sets from way back when okay and that was another thing i remember as a kid like uh my grandfather had like a whole bin of, of old lego oh yeah and it was really cool because uh my mom and i we built a castle nice. and and for me that was like outside the rules right like i had sets that i built and i yeah. was sort of i sort of played in the rules right when okay. it came to my sets but then with that castle, I kept modifying it. Like I kept changing it and adding yeah, doors and nice. and like built on different rooms and stuff. So yeah. that 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 kind of reminded me of that. Like as a kid, mm-hmm. and that's why I think the message is kind of important. Like it's yeah. like you know, play with your Lego. Don't just like leave it there to like you know buy our products. Well, yeah, of course it's a big ad, but I mean, oh yeah, it. so mean, is Transformers, so is everything else, right? But I think in some ways more uh, more directly because I mean, but I th- but that's what I thought about. Like that's what I liked about it in a way that like. It didn't feel like a, just a big advertisement, though. Like, mm. it sort of had an important message, but it uh, relates to the toy. Like, it's not You're right. Like, you know mm. what I mean? Like, it, it was a it was a feel good movie, man. I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was a feel good movie. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm saying I enjoyed it. I'm saying I expected to enjoy it more. Yeah, I hear you. That's it. I don't know. And I, like, I think I think your expectations were for a I little, think they little too high. I agree with you. I think they were too high. Um, I, I want. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. Maybe that's like me with Iron Man three. Maybe I wanted more. You were so pumped up, and then fuck, I hated it. Didn't, didn't quite get it at all. No, I, I I definitely got things I liked. I just there could have been a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. What's it? I mean, I mean, it, it, it looked in nice. one way. I think what's it? The premise does come off really simple, mm. and that I could see how that can be sort of like, oh, really? That's, that's it? That's the whole thing? Yeah. But I don't know. I I, I enjoyed that about it. Now, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were, were the directors. Now, they did uh, some other movies together. They did 21 Jump Street. Uh, yeah, that's, that's weird, so, eh? So that's a G- the Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill connection. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Cause they're, right, because they're, they're both, both in it. This, yeah. uh, then they did the Lego movie, obviously. Uh, they're doing 22 Jump Street, which is coming out this year. Oh, really? yeah, that's right, another one. And they did, uh, the, I guess, the first Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which I never actually saw. Didn't see that either. Uh, but for me, I, I, didn't even, I forgot they were even involved in this. Uh, they were the original uh, creators behind uh, Clone High, the TV series. Uh, oh, okay. From, like, what, 12 years ago. So, And I didn't realize it, uh, but the Abraham Lincoln shows up as a master builder, and he's voiced by the same guy who did Abe Lincoln on... Is that uh, not the guy that plays Homer? No. No? No. He sounded kind of like him. Yeah, no, it was not. Oh, okay, that's it was, interesting. Uh, it was the original... I forget the guy's name now, but it was the guy who actually does uh, that, that, uh, that role. So oh, that's cool. A little bit of consistency. You got to play teen Abe, and now he's adult Abe. Well, yeah, I guess so. It's a, As a master builder. Yeah, with a rocket chair. Which yeah, is pretty, that's pretty right. awesome, because he just takes off. Uh, it was Will Forte. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. It sounded like Homer to me, but it's, no? that's cool. Anyways, yeah, so no, I mean, the voice cast, yeah, they, they got a lot of... Really yeah, good they people. got a lot of little cameos from a lot of different people. I like the, when you think about it, how many of those guys are actually from mainly from TV, too? Like, if you think of the voice cast, I mean, pre- predominantly, there's a lot of people who've made their names more for TV than movies. I guess. It's a Chatham Tatum, not so much. Not so Jonah much Hill, Tatum. not so much. No, those are the two I think they were more... But yeah. they, their the roles are so short. Oh, they were. They were pretty small. Whereas, like, Elizabeth Banks has done a lot of TV more than movies. Chris okay. Pratt's a much more TV guy. Although, this is his big year. 
Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy coming out. Yeah, we'll talk about that at some point in the future. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll go see that. I'm. That'll be an interesting August. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I don't know what to make of that. Any final thoughts on the Lego Movie? I mean, we're about. This is probably our shortest movie podcast yet. Yeah. Well, again, what's it? It's like a it was. Movie. A, it was a simple premise. Although but, I, apparently I've made it a lot more complicated. Well, no, I mean, I, like, th- there was a lot that happened in the movie. Like, there, there a lot happens to the characters. But, yeah. yeah, the premise is simple. And it ends on a sort of simple note, I think. Yeah. It's a, you know, the, we didn't even get to that, actually. Oh, yeah, we didn't we, get to the end. A, he ends up going back into the world. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, his dad realizes, yeah, let's have some fun. And they end up playing. And mm-hmm. then he says, well... Since uh, what's yeah. it? Uh, since you're down here playing with my stuff, then your I guess what's it? Uh, your sister can come down and play too. Duplo. Yeah, which was kind of cool. I thought. I did like actually. Sorry, that they keep referencing referencing the man upstairs, and the fact that it was actually his dad, the actual man who physically is upstairs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because this is the basement of the house. Yeah. I do like the touches like that. I mean, again, as much as I might be not be a huge fan of the element of actually having the humans in there. Yeah. I do like those touches and having those artifacts from the human world. Yeah. Having the, the yeah. Craggle as the crazy glue. Yeah. As you said before, like the nail polish. The nail polish that they used to wipe off a good like, cop's like face. That, that stuff's kind of cool. And then he ends up squiggling it yeah, back right, on with yeah. the Sharpie, right? Which That's was pretty right, funny. Yeah. Just funny. Well, it was kind of cool. Apparently, like, they've made sets. I, I saw they, um, they have these minifig sets oh, yeah? like, where you can, like, I guess they're like two, three bucks or something. Okay. And you, it's like a package with one minifig, but you don't know what is inside. Oh, yeah? And like, they have, like, the Lego movie sets, right? Oh, that's so, cool. like, you can get Good Cop with the scribbly face, right? That's awesome. It's just pretty funny. That is cool. Uh, Again, there's that product placement. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. I, for, like, for about a minute, I considered, I wonder what the, uh, like, the Lego, Lego the movie game would be like. I'm like, it just be the movie. Yeah, well, they do have the game, don't they? They do. Yeah. I've never, I, like for a, like for about a minute, I just, like I thought about it because I do like the Lego games. Yeah, like I have Lego Marvel for PS3 and for Vita, and like I really enjoyed it. And so I mean, I I really like the Lego games, and they're a lot of fun. Yeah, they're all kind of the same, but I mean, it's it's the license that gives it the extra flavor. Yeah, like I, I mean, the, obviously with the the little girl coming in and like you know she's gonna play, and she sort of is the villain and the. In the scenario there, yeah. but like, I don't know if they're gonna like it sets it up, I guess, sort of for they've a already, sequel. They've already greenlit a sequel. Did they really? I see. I don't know if it's gonna be as good. Like, I think it's I don't as think a standalone. I, I think it's good, but I, I like. I don't know if there's enough there to make a sequel. I agree. I think it's kind of a mistake to do a sequel. Yeah, I think. I think they're just like. I at think that they point, light, they're pushing I, it. I think they got lightning in a bottle. I think they got really lucky. Um, I just don't think it's a smart move to push it too far because it is such a simple premise, and now like to yeah. Uh, I mean, unless it's self-contained within that Lego world, mm. which we all sort of thought it might it will be in this case. Like, yeah, I don't know. I it don't is, know. I don't know if the sequel will go over so well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, it's been a huge financial success, though. I mean, it's made as of what February seventeenth, it made one hundred and forty-two million in North America. Oh yeah, no, I know a lot of it, like pretty crazy. That's the problem, right? Is Hollywood doesn't give a shit as long as they get a buck, right? Yeah. It's the second highest weekend debut in February. Yeah. Uh, the only one to have more was the Passion of the Christ. Well, it's a Jesus always sells. I was going to say a whole other story. If you can't really beat Jesus, <laughs> but yeah, what's good? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll wrap it up with final thoughts. But yeah, I think it was a simple plot, simple premise. What's good? But like, I enjoyed it for that. I like the simplicity of it. It was, you know, and, yeah, yeah. Simplicity is not. And it was a, a good. Word. It was a good. It was a good message. Yeah. But to to go to a sequel, I think it might not work. Yeah, I I agree. I think a sequel is. I mean, part of it's the novelty. I mean, there is a novelty to watching this movie because we've never seen a movie in full Lego before. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, well, kind of. Well, that was, again, I, like, we didn't really touch on that, but it was, some of that stuff, like, it was really cool how they animated, like, the oh, decisions yeah. that they made to, like, when he's in the shower and, like, the little pieces oh, are yeah. falling out of the shower as, like, oh, and then yeah. he's got the bubbles, which are little, like, white sp- yeah, pieces. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff's a little Like, fun. I wonder how they came up with, like, thinking all that stuff through, because the physics and stuff was, oh, yeah. was kind of neat. You're right. There's a lot like, of I mean, I'm sure that's involved. come up in the games and stuff, but I've, I don't play the games, like, so I don't... We don't always notice it as much in the, in the games, because... The, but I thought that was kind of Being neat. able to have the detail and have, like, the like on that big a screen yeah where you're gonna notice all the flaws and again it's pretty cool because it's not stop motion right it's all computer yeah so it, that's impressive too because they mm-hmm. made the stuff really almost look like it was a stop motion well, for sure yeah. uh, animated film which was pretty cool it's yeah no it, technically speaking I mean it's, it's a very well animated film yeah I mean it's it's I mean you, you might write, write it off at first but like oh it just looks like Lego yeah because it's a Lego movie it's supposed to look this way it's it's not like they're just doing stop stop motion and this is the limitation of what they're using. They've chosen to go this route to be as faithful and to the the core, um, you know, the core of what they're doing, yeah. the core material, and I, I, that's awesome. And be able to have the classic characters and they're instantly recognizable as being those characters. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, like that's impressive. And again, I think my favorite character was the eighty spaceman. Yeah, eighty space guy was cool. I like. He was him. so awesome, and again, that vo- the voice behind him and how he was the yeah, happiest. Yeah, he finally got to build his, the ship at he some point. He was pretty much yeah. the happiest character in the movie. Yeah, no, because Emmett goes to periods where he's not happy and he's he's struggling, but I feel like there's always this optimism to eighty space guy. Yeah. Even when he's sad about not being able to make a spaceship. Like, yeah, that's pretty funny. And I love that he just that's most of, most of his lines just keep keep saying spaceship. spaceship? Yeah. Yeah, he was just waiting to build it. Uh, that's cool, man. I, like I said, I, I think it was a simple premise. What's that? But it was like it's an important message in a way, like for mm-hmm. kids. Uh, you know, I, I think and I think, for adults. Yeah, and for yeah, adults yeah, too, because you know, we sort of forget to you, know, you grow up. Have and you fun. Kind of, yeah, you you grow up and you start. You know, you, there's so much going on that maybe you don't have the chance to just kind of be a kid again and remember what that's like to just play with some blocks. And suddenly, these blocks can be anything you want them to be. Yeah, you know, like as a kid like playing with Lego or playing with action figures like you weren't just playing with these pieces of plastic suddenly you were playing with these characters yeah and these and they were doing things and I like the idea of showing what that imagination is, looks like from a kid's perspective that all this is happening all in one kid's brain yeah That's that was cool, cool. for sure um, what would, how many Lego pieces out of 10 I, I like I give it a nine out of ten, man. I enjoy wow. it. like it still was, nine. I, I thought maybe I'd worked you down a little. I mean, bit. there's always room for improvement, man. So it's <laughs> a, uh, not much room for improvement, apparently. Yeah, but I like I said, I think I think I think it was fun, and I enjoyed it. Let's say like I, I didn't I obviously didn't expect as much out of it as mm-hmm. you, I think, and yeah, I, like I am I am worried if they do a sequel though. I don't think it will be as good. Yeah, I think that's I, again that's just Hollywood showing that it it, it can't leave well enough alone. Yeah. It has to mess with everything, and it's unfortunate because this is feels like a movie that it it shouldn't work more than once. Because again, part of it's the novelty and also telling this story. You can't tell that story again. No, well, that, being said, could, that being said, they could come up with something different. But if you go back and watch the original Toy Story, and you might have thought, "Well, sequel to this, what are they going to do?" The That's second true. one, in many ways, is superior because they take the themes and they really they make it much more about like, what it means to be a toy. What it means to like as it's you know what it means for the longevity of you as people grow up past you, yeah. you know, and so maybe it end up being a Toy Story scenario because if I was my age now, going back to like the mid nineties, I probably would have been like Toy Story, fuck, why wouldn't they leave well enough alone? But instead, they made an amazing sequel, and then when the third one came out, I think everyone was like, yeah, 
The second one was great, so why wouldn't this one be good? Yeah, and the third one was really good as well. So, so you know, there is that chance. But that being said, that was Pixar, and Pixar gets kind of an extra pass. Uh, we'll see. What's it? I mean, again, we'll have to wait. If and the see, same but... create, if the same directors do it and have the same kind of vision, then maybe, maybe it could be good. Yeah. It really depends on who's. If they just pump it out and they get people to work on it, but they're not concerned with keeping the same kind of creative direction, then I think it's going to fail. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, or it could be a Michael Bay situation, and then the first movie was the solid one, and then the the other ones. Yeah, failed. That was it. There wasn't enough. Well, there was quite a few explosions, but it wasn't quite. Uh, wasn't quite Michael Bay level. So no. Anyway, what's no, your rating no. on it? Ah, uh, when I sat down, I was thinking six, six and a half. I'm gonna go seven. I think maybe I liked it more than I gave it credit for. I just I think I, part of it was just because I was expecting one thing and I didn't get it. Yeah. Or I was a little disappointed or just surprised that it wasn't quite as entertaining as I thought it was going to be. It's still a good movie, but I mean, by, by no means is it a bad movie. It's really well done, really well put together. You can tell that there's a certain love and respect for Lego here. Yeah. And, and I think that's important. When, you do a pro, when you're doing a movie on essentially just a, a children's toy, you have to have some sort of reverence for the material or for the toy. It must mean something to you yeah. to be able to make it good. I feel like that's true of any material. Like you're only gonna be able to make a good movie if you believe in the material, if you enjoy the material in some way. The best comic book movies are those from people who really love the comics and the source material. Yeah, Joss well, Whedon's Avengers are fantastic because he loves the Avengers, and every every piece of that movie you feel like this was a kid in the candy store being able to play with the toys. Yeah, like this is this is him with his action figures, but now his action figures are Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth and Robert Downey Jr. on screen, and that's that's his you know being able to live out that dream. Um, so I mean I think these directors had a good time and I think he, that's what you need yeah no, I agree I think it was they, they, you could tell that that fun aspect of it comes across mm-hmm. unlike Brian Singer in the X-Men movies a guy who doesn't like comics but somehow uh, okay. got convinced to do it anyways I like to get off topic no problem anyways uh, well thanks Tibor for joining me for this episode yeah uh, it was good so this has been episode 146 our spotlight on the Lego movie episode uh, for any comments feedback etc please let us uh, drop us a line at comicshenanigans at gmail.com like us on Facebook or also uh, you can post in our HC Realms threads that we put the episode up on and also please rate and review us on iTunes so we can help expand the uh, the base for the show uh, if you do uh, leave us a review on iTunes let me know which country you're from so I can actually access it and read it on on the air. Uh, as we said in the past, uh, we had a bunch of ratings from the U.S., and because I'm in Canada, my default is the Canadian iTunes, had no idea and couldn't see these ratings until I switched my iTunes to, to see what was going on from uh, from the U.S. So please let me know about that. Either, anyway, uh, it's going to be a while to our next movie spotlight episode, unless somehow we'll get to see Robocop. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to it. it. Uh, so the next one may not be till April, but that'll be Captain America the Winter Soldier, and that should be a damn good movie. I hope so. Anyways, thanks uh, thanks again for joining me, Tibor. It's been fun. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.